Good afternoon, Patriots. And today is Saturday, March 12th in the year 2022. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if we haven't time warped into some sort of bizarro land. It just never gets, it just never ceases to amaze me how dumber it gets each day. I was just having this conversation earlier about the two paths. And it's like, it's not two, it's three, but it's two that are the same. They just look different. And the more we walk down this, it's like a whole bunch more people keep jumping on the stupid path. One of a or B stupid path. And that walk with God is just getting, seems to be getting harder and harder for people to see. So we'll have to keep our prayers focused on that. Before we begin today, mypillow.com, mypillow.com forward slash Bards is the Bards Nation landing page on MyPillow. Use your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S. For some amazing savings, all sorts of products on sale across the entire site. You can also find sales on my my uh, pillow site, the my store site, and the frankspeech.com site. And the Bard's Code is good everywhere. And with your use of the Bard's Code, you're going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's book, which is his story of how he came from addict to one of America's greatest CEOs. And it's his leadership in his company that makes... My pillow, one of the greatest companies in America right now, and it's where we can apply our dollars to really apply a vote. And then also don't forget the Founders Bible, thefoundersbible.com. You can it's an NESB nineteen ninety-five edition with our founders documents worked in. Your Bards code there will also get you twenty percent off. So Patriots, I want to start today with Matthew seven, thirteen to fourteen. Enter through the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are few who find it. I think in the sense of when we read that, it tends to make it seem as though once we step into the path, I think there's a perception that's like, oh, I'm just on the narrow path and I'm going to be good. And I don't think that's how it works. And I think we're seeing that right now, in my opinion, a lot around the world is as we move forward, the pressure to keep us off of the path increases because it's it gets to be a more difficult climb. What's coming out with Ukraine in, in parallel with all of the injection stuff? And it's just not in the grasp of a lot of people. They're not wanting to or willing to or able to. They're one of those three visualize the depth of this corruption that's around us. And fundamentally, the hardest part about all of this is we have to get down to the core of what's of what system we're living in. And, and unfortunately, it's a real effort, and none of us are going to be perfect on this, but it's a real effort to break from this cycle where we're tied into some sort of Babylonian system. It is woven its way into almost every part of our life. And we're still dependent on it as much as we would like to say we're not. In one capacity or another, we're still dependent on it. And so I think when we look at this and we look at Matthew 7, 13 to 14 and this trend towards trying to stay on the narrow path, I would offer Romans 12, 2 as a reminder for where we need to really stay focused, which is, and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. That 
passage tied to the narrow gate, wide gate, to me, starts to put things in a real context. It is an acceptance, I think, that we're going to be constantly challenged, but in our pursuit, in our relationship with Father, and that intimacy that we're developing with Christ, we're constantly renewing our mind. And if you think about that, that's a lot of where we've all been in a very wonderful walk here in the last five, six years, or however long you've been part of the awakening I mean, myself, I'd probably take it back almost 20 years, but that's that's irrelevant. I'm just saying that in this process, we are going through, as we look back on ourselves, even over the last three years, I don't think anybody would disagree with the place that we have all had to go through these cycles of renewing our, our mind, renewing what we're seeing, renewing the way we see the world, and constantly reaffirming our relationship with Father. And it's really quite beautiful. And, and so much to me, that's where Christ is, what Christ's sacrifice and his presence in our life is about, because he's there to constantly guide us and heal us. So it's really a, a wonderful, wonderful walk. And, I, and it's something that we have to stay, remain diligent on in everything. The temptations are all around us. One of the biggest temptations that keeps drawing us away is science. And the problem I have with anything scientific, and unfortunately this gets to almost like a full rebuke and rejection of science, which I'm kind of getting to in my own life, is that pretty much everything that we know has been built on the pillars of a fallen perspective or on the some sort of deceitful angle to try to subdue us. There's really not anything around us that hasn't been built with a malintent. And that's the sick part about it. So we end up in a place where even when there are attempts to try to show goodness, we have to take it cautiously and even until we get to the core of how this is being developed and what the motive and intent was on the foundations or research that they're using. Our whole world has been woven into a fabric of deceit. And so much of what we understand comes from a whole institution that was engineered to be deceitful to us. I, I'm very suspect of so many things these days, and I need to be, and I would encourage everyone to be, because we have to keep questioning as to the core of who we are. As a being, we are made perfect, but we constantly are being reinforced that somehow we're imperfect. Our whole world is built that way, and that's really the divergent point where we start to re- get back to the true renewal of our mind and the real connection deep into Father. So it's 11 minutes after the hour. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we are always blessed to come here and to pray together, to be together, to have fellowship together, both here and around the world, for us to come together in one mind and one body, and to just be thankful and blessed for all that you've given. Lord, this is a difficult time, as we say many days, The challenges that are set before us are challenges that will require the absolute utmost in discernment. So we begin today with just praying for discernment. There's so many obstacles that have been put in our path. And so much of that is that we're dealing with are the temptations mixed in with deceitful actions and our need to try to discern that and how we're going to walk in this world. Right now, we're witnessing so many chaotic events around the world. And at the core of this, there's always a secondary third and a third layer or fourth layer of deceit. If we just take a look at what's happening in Ukraine, Father, we're seeing 
this secondary and third level of deceit where the actions by Russia are also causing a a long-term destructive effect on what we're going to be able to do in our own technology developments and our own industries here, which are going to leave people as casualties once again at the hand and mercy of those that control the money. So, Father, today I would just pray for the, the power and the inspiration to innovate, to be able to discern what's happening and to have the inspiration to know that when we tie to you, we connect with you, that we have the power to overcome anything. When we take that wisdom and those gifts and those talents, that there's nothing that's set before us that we cannot overcome. And yes, Father, we I think we can totally look at this and agree that there is a, an incredible opportunity before us that is hidden in the midst of this fog and chaos. And that opportunity is truly to remake the world on a foundation of you first and our love in Jesus at the center of all things. So we pray today, Lord, that we can just start to awaken that that single, that spirit to give us the that frontier pioneer spirit, the patriot spirit that started this nation, that nothing that faces us is an obstacle, but rather a challenge to overcome. And when we can take that attitude towards things, we dispel fear. We push aside the, the, the anxieties of how we're going to overcome or how we're going to handle challenges. And instead, we confront these challenges with new inspiration, new innovation, and, where, and knowing that that source is going to come from you, Father. So we guide us on this path, Lord, because this is such an amazing time that we'll require all that we are to overcome this, and yet you have given us all that we need within us if we would just trust in you. There is a lot of concerns, rightfully so, Lord, of moving forward in this time when so much of our lives are rooted in money, the Babylonian system, that connection to ownership that and the deceitfulness of ownership, property, for example, Lord, of our houses that are really never owned by us, but are owned in some nefarious way. So, Lord, this is one of these areas as we move forward. We ask for strength. And we ask for greater clarity as we move forward, as we work together to step away from this system and to walk a path with you. It's not a question of desire, Lord. It's just a, an appreciation, as I know you have, but just to express this, that we're still in this system. And as much as we, the easy step is literally to be stepping away into letting go, it's easier said than done. So please forgive us for that hesitation and just hear our hearts of our desire and our just need to have clarity and where we go. This world is so upside down, literally. And what we're trying to create is this expansion of the forest and the ability for all to grow and all to raise up to the limit and beyond of their potential that you rooted within us. And unfortunately, Lord, as you well know, we're sitting in the under the hood of a pyramid that at the end we bump into ceilings and we bash into walls because they make restrictions on us. And what we need to do, we know, is to trust in you and to find our way out. And in death, that perhaps is easy because we know that we have that relationship with Christ and that through that we have life. But in this time, Lord, we want to crush this cabal to be blunt. We want to crush it and throat stomp it. And 
knowing how we can do that through you and the steps we take are the real challenges and the real victories that we can share in together. So Lord, raise up this warrior spirit in us. We have it. It's here. That Those fires of righteousness are lit and we are ready. And it's not that we don't have the courage. It's just we're cautious, Lord, because in so many of these steps, we want to make sure we're in alignment with you. And sometimes that maybe that caution is unwarranted. So if that's the case, just like everything else, we just pray that you can give us a little tap and say go because we're ready. We're moving, in fact, but we, we want to move faster. And maybe that's not what you want, Lord, but that's where, again, we just need that clarity. So, Lord, in this time of really quite, it's a vigorous excitement of what we have ahead of us. We just need some clarity of paths and the discernment of the traps and the clarity of that narrow path, that narrow gate that we're seeking, that we're pushing forward to live that life led under your umbrella, led by Christ, that's truly in alignment with you and Jesus, and be there in that contentment and that glory of unending prosperity, the limitless potentials, not this place that we, this nastiness that we seem to be still walking on the edge of, of repression and submission and scarcity and fear. We're, we've left that. Unfortunately, we still, it's like walking along the, the edge of a sewer, Lord. It stinks. And we would like to, quite frankly, move into the high rent district, your district, and be there in contentment and with one another to expand into a prosperity that we've never imagined because we know that within us, all of that is there. So with all that said, Lord, we thank you for this amazing blessing of who we are, this amazing opportunity of where we are here now. We are humble ourselves before you. We honestly, Lord, with our hearts, we, we seek the forgiveness for the transgressions we've made. But we are so empowered by the glory and the love that you put within us and the strength that that means as we face evil. Guide us, protect us. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, yeah, we're going to kick it. I, I'd throw it, stop the cabal. I, you know, that's one thing I would tell you. I read stuff, and I get so sick of these dirt bags. I really do. I, get, I think we're all fatigued by it. I think we're all just, like, tired of, like, the manipulation, the twisting, the turning. Oh, and it gets, and, and I, you hear me, and I'm very honest. I talk to Father like this. I'm like, look, man, I'm, I'm done with these dirt bags. He doesn't say to go Jericho yet, so that's like, all right, I'll hold back on that one. But we are we are in a place, a beautiful walk, but it, I think everybody can agree it's tiring at times. And that's there because there's so much of this nonsense going on, this constant churning. And what we're witnessing, at least from my view, what I'm witnessing is there's still this mass of people, they've left the, the clutches of the extreme cabal. But now they're migrating into this, what I call the middle path, which you've heard me refer to it as MAGA. Like, okay, well, here it is. I've got to make more money and I've got to start manipulating this. And I'm gonna, here's an opportunity in the midst of this that we can maneuver over here and make a bunch more money while we're doing this. And it's, to me, it's nauseating. I'm, I'm, and I come across it a lot every day to the place where I'm like, okay, so let me get this right. Humanity's in crisis. There's a whole bunch of people that still haven't figured out which way is left or right. 
and you've awakened enough to see what's going on, but not enough to realize that you're still part of the same hand puppetry and you want to go out and make more money off of them and off of other fellow patriots for your nefarious purposes instead of trying to do good for everybody and to share that and to expand out the movement. I, you know, I, I use the difference between you hear me talk about it, and I'm, I'm very serious about it um, when I say this. As I've come to know Mike Lindell, here's a great example of this. I mean, there is a war that we're fighting that he's needing to fund, and he provides products for that, that we're good at a discount. But so much of his money goes back into patriot causes and back into people. That's the sort of thing I'm talking about, and it's an attitude shift of not looking for some new way to exploit a moment but it's the, re- it's the regeneration of funds back to people to use them for God's fight. We're still in this system, like it or not. I'd like to say we weren't. I'd like to say we were broken free and we didn't have to worry about any of that. But the truth of the matter is that we're still having to fight within the cabal system to overcome it. But all that said and done, the most critical part of all of this is that we work together, that we build fellowship, that we extend our reach in our our fellowship with one another that we're attempting at, and seeking to love our neighbor as I, we would want to be loved and using love in that perspective. I, I'm qualifying this again. It's the love that allows us to be truthful. It's the love that Christ uses on the sermon of the Mount. And at the same time, the love that Christ uses when he flips tables and confronts the Pharisees, that's agape. That's not this snuggle up love like a teddy bear and, and nurture and, and pat somebody and prevent them from seeing the world. That's the strength of the warrior's love. And that's where when I talk about love, really important to understand. And I repeat it many times because I, I don't like the word love in English because it just conjures up all this images of like romance and carnal and all this other garbage, which has nothing to do with this. Christ is our model in so many ways as as the penultimate warrior who walked in this space, who was able to walk in a flesh form and understand it and be part of us, to witness who we were as people, to guide us and offer us the insights of how to live our lives and to restore our perfection back to Father. I, I can't, and I think if we just follow that alone, it puts us in a very unique place because it keeps us away from the pitfalls of politics. It puts us into a moral line that's unwavering. It gives us the strength to confront deceit and falsity and to pull back the veneers of trickery and to be able to get to the core of truth. And when we do that and we're walking that way, it's not that you're seeking to be hostile, but you're, you're walking on that foundation of, of absolute truth. And as we each live that way to be that way, we find that relationships transform in such a positive way and we start to build fellowships that are strong and enduring and life-lasting. And that's really, to me, what's going to be the core of all of us being part of this absolute victory over evil. And don't and I just say this for my own sake. Don't ever think when I'm talking about love, I wouldn't throat stomp every one of these dirt bags in a second because I am sick of the stuff they're doing to people than what they're doing to humanity. It is, it's unacceptable. And that's the part where we have to make a very firm stand as people to say enough is enough. And so hence, we close with the idea 
of the whole breakaway economy to where we're trying to break away. And it's not easy. And there's a lot of great questions, by the way, that came out of last night's Q&A. And if you've emailed me, I will email you back. I'm, I'm pondering a lot of things today, putting them to Father and putting them to prayer and kind of saying, you know, what's the guidance on this? But there's a, there is a way away from all of this. And there's a way for us to break away. And it's not going to be easy. But we're doing it step by step. And the greatest thing is God's leading us. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. This is an amazing time to be alive. Keep our prayers solid with Father and keeping ourselves locked to that rock of faith. God is with us. He will never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, have a very blessed Saturday. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.